0: You're listening to the Makers & Mystics Podcast. This is Season 7, Episode 15, the season finale. Elephant Heart is the husband and wife musical collaborative of Jason and Victoria Evigan. Jason Evigan is an award-winning producer and songwriter responsible for some of today's biggest hits from artists such as Maroon 5, Madonna, Ellie Golding and Rufus Dussault. Victoria Evigan is a musician, visual artist, set designer, and stylist known for using makeup, hair, environments, and fashion to create contemporary expressions of the Elephant Heart ethos. Victoria is also the principal operator of Picture This, Elephant Heart's not-for-profit organization. Patrons of the Makers and Mystics podcast can listen to an additional interview segment with Jason and Victoria to learn more about Picture This and Jason's work as a music producer. In this season finale episode, I talk with Jason and Victoria from their home studio in Los Angeles, California. We discuss the spiritual dynamics and the creative processes within their music. Be sure to see the show notes of this episode or visit makersandmystics.com for links to the music videos discussed in our conversation. If you're new to the Makers and Mystics podcast, thanks for hanging out with us. I hope you'll explore our library of over 150 episodes featuring various artists and spiritual practitioners working in creative disciplines. This is an ethos of healing my conversation with Elephant Heart. Well, Victoria and Jason, it's an honor to have you on the Makers and Mystics podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Thank oh my you. gosh! Thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Yeah. We've been trying to set this up for like two years
1: now, I think. Not something, two years.
2: Don't something crazy.
0: Something
2: like that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been a couple
0: of... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's <sighs> the perfect time to have you on the show because you just released a new track titled Beheke, which you told me earlier is a Hindi word that means to flow or to pour out. Yeah. Tell me about the concept behind this song, Beheke.
1: Well, it was right when we were in quarantine. Right when it started. Right when it started, and people were the world's kind of freaking out and it was raining for like a week or two uh in our in, where we live in Los Angeles and um we just like had this desire to make this like soaking music that really could just kind of like rest in the presence of God because we felt like everything that was going on in the world which is scary we're like okay where's the silver lining in it and you could see, you know, the pictures of smog clearing up and the earth, like, healing itself. Animals
2: come out and hanging out in the road, like lions, you know, like in yeah, Africa. Always. and
1: with wanting to trust uh, and always find, like, okay, well, where, how could, what is the good coming out of this? And even when things seem scary and haywire, like, our anchor, our refuge, is always, like, connecting with God. And so the song was kind of, like, my part is more singing out and... Like, the human, humanity, like, okay, my feet don't feel like they're on the ground right now. This is kind of scary. And then Jason comes in as more of, like, the voice of God. Like, don't worry, baby. Like, trust me, I got you. Like, if you—like, we don't have to live in that. There's, like, a healthy, observing, you know, place of, like, realizing what's going on. But mm-hmm. ultimately, to let fear and anxiety and worry and anger and all, that, all those things take you over— you know that doesn't help your spirit or anyone around you so we want to have this posture of like really trusting
2: yeah and there's and there's you know there's there's like there's two worlds that exist and it's our outlook is like the real the actual world the real world that does matter is the spirit realm you know and i feel like if if you if you could stay in that through all the chaos around you then you're going to win the battle because you're not actually in this battle with this world well, while we were making that song too, we were, I really felt like we were in that zone, and that's and that's where we were coming from. We wanted to make just make this song for people to close their eyes for a minute, step away from the chaos around them, and just like dive into this moment where they can really feel the presence of God and feel in tune with their spirit and not with just this chaos that was surrounding them. The media, wow, that this is happening, you're gonna die. This is, it was like, wait a minute, let's just yeah, sit I hate back. this side, <laughs> hate that yeah, side, yeah, yeah, like it, the yeah. all the, the divides that's happening. <laughs> yeah, which right.
1: we're like we're, I mean. I'm like, guys, we're all mad at the wrong... You guys are mad at the wrong people. Like, you guys, this is a, sp- a spiritual thing. I mean, yeah, yes, there's things we should fight for and, you know, use our voices for, but, you know, there you see people are just getting angry and dividing more, and mm-hmm. you, people aren't even able to dialogue about stuff. So we're like, oh, like, okay, how do we connect people right now? How do we give people, like, yeah. a rest? But the other crazy thing was, so we, in the beginning, I don't know, I found, a lot of people thought that was me singing, but... It's this woman that we met in India a couple years ago on a trip, spontaneously. She, we ended up getting a massage from her, and uh, she. We went to her house, and she like was making tea for us, and then we, she's like singing in the kitchen.
2: Yeah, I thought it was the radio. I think we both did. We're like, is that the radio in there? What's happening? And like the most angelic voice coming out of the kitchen.
1: Yeah, and we brought mm. our recording instruments, uh, equipment, cool recording? and we actually recorded a few people that have never heard their voice uh, sing. And her story was. Like, really heartbreaking, but victorious. She was like in a very suppressed Mm. upbringing where, like, her father said, like, he would rip her tongue out out if he heard her singing, and women had no voice. And so we're like, my gosh, would you like us to record you? And we went back to her house, and she was like, I don't know any real songs that are, I only know all these like sad folk songs like
2: father why won't you love me
1: Like yeah like you you loved me as a little girl but now you disown me like the saddest songs Mm. and we're like well this is your chance to make up your own let's just do one liners like make up your own words that you want to sing to your daughter and like women of the future and so we had this great experience with her and then so we've have her voice and we've used it in like Jason used it in Rufus the Soul albums as like we've chopped it up and just making cool sounds with it And this particular song, Jason started using her voice. And I was like, oh wow, it sounds like you're using real words. And I'm like, oh, I hope. I'm so intentional intentional with everything. So I'm like, oh, I hope it's chopped off enough that it just sounds like cool ambiance or like that it makes sense somehow. Like, how is that possible? So our friend. we met in India. (laughs) We met in India. And he now lives here with us and is doing music with us. He. came in, I'm like, what does this say? <laughs> Tell me.
2: Before that, we just showed him the song. And he's like, this is crazy. And he was like, he looked at us like, how did you get her to sing the same words? Like, how did you get her to sing on topic with the song? And we're like, what do you mean? And it was like this total <laughs> divine moment where she was literally singing about like. She
1: says, I pour. pour. So I pour, which is like the rain. She's like kind of like the rain, like the, the whole thing we're talking about, this earth is healing itself. She's saying, I pour, I pour, and then she just says, come, which is aja. So like, me beheke is, I pour, I pour, and then aja is come. And we're like,
2: oh, "Yeah, it this was works crazy. perfectly. Goosebumps it was so divine. Beautiful. It was like a yeah. divinely. <laughs> it was a really wild moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I loved this song before I knew the story behind it. But now it makes it all the more beautiful. And I love this idea that in the midst of a chaotic environment, you created from a posture of peace and you brought healing through your music. I love that approach yeah mm. it's that's, thank you It's
2: pretty easy you know when you're when you're sad or depressed let's just say it's easy, but that's the go-to is hey when I'm sad and depressed, I want to write a sad and depressed song but it's kind of like it's uh, looking at the whole picture of this and be like, okay how can we just go inside of it and shine light out and like you know and I feel like music is, I think mu- music is one of the most healing things in the world cuz it's it's like an angelic language, you know? It's it's mm-hmm. it touches all the senses and you can't figure out why. Like why does why does this note on the piano make me feel happy? Why does this note make me sad? And you know, you can mm-hmm. go scientific with it and say, well, it's the culture and this and that, but there is like, you know, when life is actually in harmony, when things are working it sounds, it, it goes beautiful when you play one note out of key, the whole thing could fall apart. So it's, it's, it's very, I look at, I look at music and life in that way too, where harmony plays such a an important factor. Mm-hmm. Just and not, that.
1: not that it's bad to write a sad of course, song. I've written lots of
2: sad songs
0: mm-hmm. at all.
1: Like there's <laughs> some amazing sad songs. But for, yeah, for
2: Elephant I, I feel like that's, that's kind of always been our, you know, uh, you know, that's kind of always been our thing where it's, 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 it's more about, how does god see the situation in, in the you know yeah, the, the situation hope, the hope the like like victorious. even the our song like their song the thunder you know it sounds like it sounds like victoria is like talking crap to some some other person <laughs> but she's really talking crap to the enemy she's saying like she's talking you know yeah that's
1: my like song to silence the devil yeah she's like no so it's kind of like
2: so it's 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 a cool approach and it's it's really fun making i love it
1: i
0: You have been married for nine years, is that right? Or you've got an anniversary coming right up around the corner? Is this right? Yeah. Look
1: at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. August I've
0: done my research, That's right? Amazing. I've done my stalking. It's so refreshing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So first of all, there's a congratulations in order. Thank, Thank you. you. But secondly, I believe that you mentioned to me that you guys were five years in before you started making music together. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. To a marriage,
1: I- and we've been together 14. So. Yeah. And
2: we've realized lately that. Like you know, because I've been music's been my profession since I was, I don't know, thirteen years old. I mean, I've just always been making music, and you know, I really started having a career in my in my, in my late teens. And but you know, so when we first met, I, she'd come up to the studio. I'd be like, hey, sing a heart, because she always sings great harmonies, and she'd sing a harmony or like do a little part here. So we definitely like, you know, meandered around making music, but it was never like a thing that we did together.
1: Yeah, like I never had a desire. Like oh that's my that's what I want to do I was a very successful hairdresser I definitely didn't want to sing in front of I I mean it wasn't even just a thought I don't know I was successful with hair I loved music so much I loved being a we realized like we're like oh yeah we we did kind of make that song together or we we had a couple acoustic songs we made yeah throughout the time and I always was like a part of his process but I feel like was kind of preserved for this time yeah that. Mm -hmm. actually it was very healing for our marriage at the time yeah uh it kind of brought because music was such a topic we connected over and he was in a band when we first met but since we got married he started producing for other artists and obviously i wasn't like going in the room like so i was out of the equation a lot more like and i didn't even realize that maybe brought that little distance and it's not something consciously you didn't get to
2: to see me I didn't get to see him make the
1: music which I love I I fall in love with watching him do that and so when we started making it was just our anniversary at our five year wedding anniversary we just built the studio just built the studio he's in the house playing the piano I was making a, a melody and he's like Vic we have a studio I want to see what you come up with in there. Let's go in there and make something. So it was just yeah, purely so I had her, fun. I was like
2: I was like all right, go go on this, this little drum machine back here. So she starts making this really weird Bjork sort of this little drum beat. I was like okay, go open that synth over there and just just mess around, play some chords. And I was kind of chopping it up and, and I was like all right, no no, here, here's the mic. Have fun. And like and it was just crazy what was happening. And that the song uh, Tonight's the Night is the is the first song we ever made on there. And it was just this like Happy, you know, and I think at like three, or three a.m. we posted a clip on Instagram and getting crazy, crazy feedback. Like, what, what is this? What is this? What is this? And I was like, you know, for me, I've had past trauma with making music with you know your your, your partner, and I was like, I don't, you know. I'm not ready to get in the band with my girl, you know, there's a whole, <laughs> you
0: know. And, and I mean, I wasn't and,
2: and she wasn't either. But then we made a second song. We are like, let's go make another one. We made the song Warfare. And then, like, mm. I'd have friends come over, like, other producers, something. Like I just, like, put it on. And people would, like, freak out. And, and everyone's like, dude, what is this? You got to do something of this. I'm like, oh, it's just, like, a thing. So it took, like, it took me, you know, and her, uh, you know, and she's realizing now, like, there's something powerful here. And there's a message here. And this is, like, this is, you know, let's do some How this.
1: healing it was for and her, me. Her,
2: her, you know, our friends would like, they would even like, uh, like pray over us together and like, tr- like see, like try to get vision for, for the project. And I remember one night I was like, all right, I, I'm I, all right, I'll, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we kind of buckled down and then we made like a whole album and it was, it, it, it was really a really cool experience And the coolest experience of all was You know So I'll, I'll flash back to a few years back At Thanksgiving Her family Everyone kind of plays guitar And they have like Everyone brings out the guitars For, for the Thanksgiving It's like a big thing right The
1: drums Microphones and So like Jason
2: get up and play a song Victoria get up and play a song with them She gets on stage She gets so nervous Cries and walks off Right
1: Halfway mm-hmm. and, I'll fl-
2: and I'll flash to You know However many years later Hey your first show Is going to be Lightning in a Bottle um, Sunset You're playing like a, like a Great Slot and I'm like in my mind I'm like how is she going to do this she's you know and literally we start playing at Lightning in the Bottom I look up and I'm literally watching this person I don't even know who she is and I actually saw I was like that's my wife it it freaked it it was the coolest moment to see this like her, her releasing this freedom on stage like right in front of me I was just watching it happen and it was just like she had more f- freedom than I ever had as a frontman in my band. It was just so It was such a cool moment. It again, almost gets gets me choked up thinking about it. It was like it was a really really special uh, hmm. Moment to just see her be able to release that and then to see people having this joy in the crowd and like letting themselves You know feel that kind of love and it was a, it was a really cool moment
0: Inside. So it seems like that this theme of healing and this theme of transformation has been true in your music from the beginning, even in your own experience. Totally. Victoria, tell me about that transformation in you going from just this uh, crying and walking off the stage to where you are now. And I've seen some of your performances. It's a little bit different than that.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, well, one, making the music... Has like warfare. Our second song, for example, is another song. I have a couple songs that are very much my like silence the the enemy. Si- like because I feel like I've been very attacked in my life with depression and different things, and le- like realizing whoa, I don't have to partner with those thoughts. Come on, I do not have to partner and stay in this cycle of like generational things. And so I, through the music, like that song, I'm like, and and you know. I'd never really heard many songs like, okay, you know, great worship song, awesome, like this posture of worship. But I'm like, I need like warrior songs so that I (laughs) could not fall into those thought patterns. So I felt like I, I needed to make music that... I wasn't hearing that I needed for my spirit. This mm. music that I've always been like very left of center. Of. Totally. There's a lot of worship music I don't even like really because it's like not as much my vibe of style. And I'm like, whoa. And I used to like all this heavy stuff. I mean, I used to love the prodigy and I mean, I still do, but I'm like, oh wow, like the, the lyrics are so <laughs> <laughs> entrapping, but I'm like, okay, how do I release this expression of art and music, but st- it just be so positive. It was so healing, and I started to realize that a lie I believed my whole life was be small. Don't shine too bright. You know, like, you don't wanna draw attention to yourself. Like, growing up in a very conservative Christian Mm. church, like, where no one even raised their hands. Like, if someone raised their hands, you'd be like, oh, they're 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 trying to show off. So, you know, growing up that way, I, I, you know, I left it because I was like whoa this this is so right. weird went so wild and then when I had like this God encounter that was real to me for the first time and I actually remember being in worship and being like I want to raise my hands but can I can I not mm-hmm. I think it took me like a year so I was just like <laughs> ah because I was like if I could be someone at a <laughs> festival that just feels secular music like that yeah. like I mm-hmm. understand that everyone is different in their posture but my character yeah. is yeah this wild, wild girl. <laughs> and so it was just through the music, through like lots of prayer and realizing like it's not wrong to go be out there and maybe you're in the center of attention, but what is it for? Because it, it wasn't, I was like, if this, I don't even like to actually call what I'm doing performing because that makes it
2: yeah, it's about, it's more scary about for me. For these people. Like
1: performing, I just, I want to go up there and like just g- get lost. And like if people are whatever, if it's parts of worship parts of this warrior songs parts are just like i want to like love and speak life over people then i all of a sudden like god made me realize like that is okay like get out there and do that and i was yeah it,
2: yeah like you've always said to me like uh which has been really cool like when we go out there this isn't you know this isn't about us performing for this crowd of people this is about like me and you and god on the stage together and like this like you know transaction circulation happening and let everyone just feel that so that, I think that that always gives you a lot of peace before we go out there it's like who, you know if people like us who cares if people don't like us it's just about this connection right there and that I yeah. think that was a big thing for you too you told me you know?
1: yeah like not everyone's gonna like my voice and that's totally okay not everyone's gonna like our sound and that's totally okay but I do hope that hope like no it. matter what people do feel like wow even if they're like they're positive or something yeah. but they, they don't yeah. dig our sound or something that's that's okay
0: One thing that I really appreciate about your art and about your music is that it does carry such a depth of spiritual... Motivation behind it, but it's also presented in such a way that everyone can participate, that everyone can come into this experience with you. And it's like your authenticity creates a safe place for the audience to enter into this with you, even if they may be coming from a different worldview or a different background. There's not that sectarianism that sometimes gets on music that oh, yeah. is motivated you know, in the same way that yours is. And that's something that I really appreciate about you.
2: I, mean, I think, you know, like God and Jesus aren't religious, you know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> that, that's the thing. So, you know, we've created this religion around uh, Jesus, you know, and we're, we are followers of Jesus. We actually don't identify as, as Christians. So I just feel like, you know, we're not trying to put God in a box, and and you know we want we want people to experience God and I, and I feel like they're just going to feel God's spirit through the music and and this is and you know and the, and the way that we we talk about God in our songs and is how we really feel about God so we're, just, we're not like hiding it we're not that's just how we communicate with God so we're hoping that we could bring people into that you know
1: yeah and through all of our travel I mean we yeah. travel around the world and like stay with villages and we've gotten to know so many interesting people from so many cultures and really have seen the damage that like western christianity has imposed on Mm -hmm. people by bringing like a very cookie cutter version of like of like the most beautiful message and i'm i think there's obviously like the meat of what jesus is and i we believe that but Or like, oh my gosh, if people went and shared that, but let like people rise up in their culture and like in keeping their culture, the parts that like there's so much of people's culture that should still be shining Yeah. when God like does this heart refining of you. I mean, we all shed some things and we keep our personalities. And I think that's where I did never fit into so like, especially the community I grew up in, in that type of church. What do you mean you want to have pink hair, have a piercing? Or it's like, wait. (laughs) I what's my heart? It's about my heart and the inside. Mm. And there's obviously things on the outside that are you know you have to. Everyone has to just ha- have that filter, you know.
0: Everyone's well had uh, elephant nachos. There's a particular beauty that I think every culture offers, yes. and when we can approach those whose experience may be different than our own, but we have a heart of humility and a heart of honor, our own faith expands and is refined. Totally. And it's funny though cuz we're
2: we're the same way but if you haven't seen it with your own eyes you haven't met these people and you haven't it's it, it's very scary if if you're in this bubble and well this is this is what i know and that looks different you know so it's beautiful when you can really bring all that together and you said it it does mm-hmm. it, it does strengthen your faith and it makes it bigger mm-hmm. and it keeps expanding it and it keeps like wow god is like Incredible, (laughs) you know. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, (laughs) and you go scuba diving and you see the fish in the sea, and then you go and you're like, dude, he's like, this guy's magnificent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to ask a question to Victoria about some of your costumes and some of your set Mm. design. And you mentioned earlier how you were a successful hairstylist before you started doing Elephant Heart. And one thing that I love, especially in some of your videos like the digital, is the set design and the costume and the artistry that you bring to the music. Talk to me some about that part of you as an artist.
1: Well, it's so fun that my art is not dyed with this new profession that I can just come out. Because I do makeup too. So like the digital, those crazy doll eyes, like I did that. And we have an amazing friend group too that are all a bunch of talented artists. So like we try to just keep it in the fam and, you know, building sets and visioning things with our friends. Friends are shooting it, designing uh, yeah, it. Yeah, like
2: every set, every set that, or every video we've done so far, except for Africa, because that, that was all CG. Every single set's been fully designed by us. We've, you know, from... And, you know, I think what you're getting as we have a group of friends who are like, you know, builders, right? Like, cool, we got this idea for this giant TV. So we're making so we, a we made TV. a maze. We, we do all these things. And it's, uh, it's, it's just crazy when you could, you know, when it's the idea just starts in the brain. And you actually see it come to life and people who believe in the idea too. And, you know, our friend Ken is, uh, an amazing special effects makeup artist. So, you know, he made the, in the, in Langwa's
0: video, the, oh,
1: yeah, my glowing the glowing thing coming out of the head.
0: Would it be correct to say that a lot of the visuals and a lot of the aesthetics that you use in your video would complement the lyrics or the meaning of the songs?
1: Yes, oh my gosh. Like the owl, even Jason being that owl in the digital is like that wisdom, you know, kind of, he's just kind of in the back like, hey, what's going on here, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we have to calm her down sometimes because she can get so literal at the music videos. We're like, listen, we can't make 50 sets here. She wants, like, every every verse. She's like, and Ab, what if we do this? It's like, okay, let's... Like, I know. Let's, I know, I know, it's hard. Like, I, I wanted
1: it. for the digital, I had this idea, and I actually just saw an artist, like, paint a picture of it. But, you know, in the bridge, where, like, we sold our souls for material things... I wanted to kind of be on this chair with all of the suppressed minorities and people like holding me up and like kind of being this, it didn't work. I mean, the whole video is a totally different, we went in a whole different different direction, but it was just like too, too expensive, like too many extras and too many this, but yeah. it would have been, I was like, cause I wanted to show, like, I want to show our heart through it, but I want to be, this is a great time to just get artsy. I mean, we love going wild with, with just yeah like Languise,
2: Languise is. A, I mean I think we did the most uh, in Languas for every scene you know if you remember there's like the the pink room with the family which represents her uh, you know her childhood trauma and stuff that she went through and then you know then they go to the gold room and you see the guy with the boxes and that represents
1: temptation. temptation
2: and you know the shiny things and then her falling materialism uh, what's the what was the falling thing It was, it was like you kind of
1: well, the falling was just like going through a part of the maze, but then I... It was just different things in life that can stumble you. Like, is it your family trauma that keeps you stuck? Is it you've gotten enticed by materialism and now you don't see anyone else and you're just mm. lost in that way? And then the mirror where I'm looking I have all the words written on me of like... Shame. Shame. I think some things were just shame put by other people and some is like body image things that you can just... You you know, broke through
2: it. You went through the mirror. Yeah, and then I break through it,
1: and I woke the sleeping version of myself.
2: That's it. Yeah, yeah, the high. And she got to that. And there's the three characters. The girl in the white is like her highest self, kind of watching, trying to orchestrate the whole thing as her. That was me
1: most connected to God. Most connected
2: to God, and then it's like you running through. That's a cool video, man. That's cool.
0: So good. And the head, the headdress that you made is Uh, insane.
1: I didn't make that one. I did. We found that at a cost uh, a costume rental. Yeah, and the Place, you, our you, friend Ken Ken Law, Ken. he helped us uh, source that headpiece. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could have owned it. But but you did the you made the dress. <laughs> but I, I did I took make my this mom's like, part. wedding dress. I found all the pieces and like we put it together and made this. Piece. We, we got I'm
2: excited Costume. to make some more videos. That's fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to go back and watch it again. Now we'll put a link for everybody to connect with that one as well, so okay, they can cool. see what we're talking about. Then. This may be a ridiculous question to ask since this is the year 2020, and nobody really knows what's coming up for us next. I don't think <laughs> this is like the the year of canceled plans. Maybe at least in my life, and I think for many of us. But nonetheless, I'd love to know what do you see coming down the pike for Elephant Heart next?
2: Well, we're gonna be doing you know online digital shows. Obviously, a lot of the festivals that we were gonna play, we're gonna be doing online. But uh, I know we are itching to get back in and make a new album album. we're making a new album so uh we also have a couple collabs coming out we have a collab with ls dream um axel fesloff i know we we, we were working on something together um yeah this guy this guy we've we have a little something we're potentially working with him we were thinking of maybe doing like a little collab like a collab ep uh but definitely an album. I think is it's brewing
1: and especially for quarantine yeah you
2: know for victory victory is coming up that's a uh, we're gonna rise out of this all of us I know that And, and it's, come
0: on uh, I like that there's
2: gonna be change and I think that's what this country needs is some kind of change so it's gonna be it might be scary at first but I have hope
0: so come on I'm with you on that yeah, yeah. hope is so what's much. next how about that hope is what's <laughs> next yeah yes <laughs> yes Guys, thank you so much for joining me on Makers and Mystics. Thank you, man. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thanks, brother. And thank you so much for listening to the Makers and Mystics podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Makers and Mystics and leave us a kind review on iTunes. See the show notes of this episode for links to Elephant Heart and to join the Makers and Mystics Creative Collective. Patrons of the podcast receive access to additional content our community book club, and a private discussion group with makers and mystics artists from around the world. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, keep creating. The world needs your art.